Hello and welcome to the stories of Northern life from the Sault Ste. Marie Museum. Today we are talking about the Dawson family, starting with John Dawson, the head of the family, with a long and significant record in commerce, public service, and politics in Sault Ste. Marie. He built the Dawson Block, the historic building right next door to ours, in 1894 to house the family grocery business on the main level. Thereafter, many things have been housed in that block, and I will get into a few of them in this episode. And more on John himself and the lineage of his family. So let's get into it. John Dawson was born May 10, 1847, in Ripon, England, one of 14 children of Richard and Mary Dawson. John's first wife, Jane Hawkswell, died during childbirth on September 16, 1867. Around 1869, John decided to immigrate to Canada, leaving his son, Alfred, to be raised by his maternal grandmother. Around this time, he also remarried. His second wife was Elizabeth Todd, who followed him to Canada. They later had six children together, five sons, George, Charles, Arthur, James, and Thomas, and one daughter, Edith. John and Elizabeth eventually settled in Sault Ste. Marie, where John purchased a small farm. Their date of arrival to the Sioux is unknown. There is no mention of them in the 1871 census. And it is also unclear whether John ever farmed on the property. But in the 1881 census, he is listed as a police constable. Though in 1876, John Dawson purchased lots four and five from the Gouin subdivision on the corner of East and Queen from John M. Hamilton who purchased the property only two weeks earlier from the original subdivider, James A. Gouin. John paid $150 each in 1876. Early photographs of the intersection show the lots were previously occupied by a pair of two-story frame buildings with stores on the ground floor, one of which housed Mac Quarry and Co. The Dawson Block as we know it started in 1894. In the meantime, John acquired his insurance license in 1892 and became the first London life agent in the Sioux and established the John Dawson Real Estate and Fire Insurance Company, a life insurance business which in later years became a basis for Dawson and Keenan Insurance. He opened the Dawson grocery store and moved the Dawson real estate and fire insurance company into the same building. His respect and influence in the community obviously grew for he was one of the prominent men of the town that spoke on the great advantages of rail connections when the first train arrived in Sault Ste. Marie on October 20th, 1887. In 1896, he was appointed to the deputation that went to Ottawa and Toronto to lobby the federal and provincial governments for a hospital in Sault Ste. Marie. The cornerstone of the General Hospital was laid two years later, 
John was also an alderman in Sault Ste. Marie in 1902, 1903, and 1908. He was initiated into the Arthur Lodge Independent Order of the Odd Fellows in 1890 and became Grand Marshal for Ontario for the Independent Order of the Odd Fellows in 1912. He was also one of the first presidents of the Children's Aid Society in Sault Ste. Marie. Now, around the turn of the century, John Dawson married for a third time to a widow, Miss Minnie Rebecca Barton Dunn. They had only one son together, Herbert Dawson, born July 1st, 1905. And we'll learn a little bit more about him later on. The Dawson Block was built in 1894, like I said. Today, it is a two-story local redstone commercial building on the northeast corner of Queen and East Streets, sharing this major intersection with the old post office, now us, the Sault Ste. Marie Museum. It is located toward the eastern end of Queen Street East Commercial District in downtown Sault Ste. Marie. The Dawson Block is an example of a late 19th century Sault Ste. Marie commercial building constructed using local materials, built of local redstone quarried during the construction of the Sault Ste. Marie locks, like the base of the Sioux Museum here. It was constructed as a very handsome, well-proportioned building, reflecting the economic optimism of Sault Ste. Marie. Next time you're walking around downtown, Look for these characteristics of this building that reflect the heritage value of Dawson Block. There is the Knights of Columbus crest on the east facade. The building is a solid mass structure, and you can notice the difference between today's buildings. There were expansive storefronts at street level. Six arched second-story windows on the front facade arched central entrance, and of course, the coarse rubble red standstone on the north and east facades that clearly depicts the time. The two-story facade was unmolded, terminating in a corbelled double-string course surmounted by a bell-cast manstard roof enclosing the third floor. This was pierced with hooded, round-ended, projecting dormir windows, repeating the pattern below. The upper two floors contain apartments, as well as the Oddfellows Hall, and sometime between 1906 and 1912, the third floor was rebuilt to replace the manstard roof. There is no documented reason for this, but it can be determined that the concave side of the manstard roof constructed a safety hazard, especially during Sault Ste. Marie's harsh winters. Therefore, City Council asked for the third floor to be redesigned. Now, even the base of operations for the town's library functioned out of Dawson's block for a period of time. When library subscriptions were low, no rent could be paid. John was also present for the first meeting of the Public Library Board of the town of Sault Ste. Marie in November of 1896. At this inaugural meeting, John Dawson was elected president of the board. 
The library then was housed in the two small rooms on the second floor of the town hall. Now the odd fellows, like I mentioned, also ran out of the building. Then later the Knights of Columbus, which is a fraternal benefit society, which means that they can provide financial security to members and their families. The members were limited to practicing Catholic men. But in February 1953, a fire gutted the Knights of Columbus club rooms on the building's third floor. Seven residents, including an elderly woman in a wheelchair, fled during a snowstorm with the mercury standing at negative 23 degrees Celsius. Fire Chief Clifford Matheson said the fire started in a stairwell in the building's northwest corner. At this time, Greenwood Electric, Bob's Hardware, and Bluebird's Beauty Parlor were housed in the building, and all of their inventory was destroyed. Recall that the building today is only two stories. That's because the fire took the third along with all hardware supplies and makeup. If you're ever walking by, you'll notice a historic plaque mounted outside of the building, showing the fact that the building originally had a third story and a man-starred roof, but the entire third floor was removed after this fire in 1953. There were many businesses that still went in, in and out of this building, like I mentioned in a previous episode with Catherine McLeod. The McLeod Highland Dance Studio operated on the second floor for a while. Prior to Koch's Corner that you see today, the building was home to another bar, Foggy Notions, and a restaurant at some point in time. The building actually was purchased not too long ago for $300,000 by local entrepreneur Kevin Runcell under the company name Repic Inc. The seller was Seg's Holdings Inc., which actually they just bought the building in 2022. From what I can see, there have been some small updates to the building. Steeped in rich history, the block received its municipal heritage designation in 1986. It is nice to see the building is still in use after over 100 years after John Dawson's strong faith in the city's economic growth. His entrepreneurial spirit and undoubtedly made an impact on the early days in Sault Ste. Marie. Until John Dawson's death on August 22, 1915, he was active in local politics and promoting economic growth in Sault Ste. Marie. But his legacy was not just built in stone in Dawson Block. It also continued through his children. One of his most prominently known children in Sault Ste. Marie was James Dawson, born April 15, 1979, in Sault Ste. Marie. James, along with his brother George, purchased Dawson Block from their father in 1902. James married Charlotte Hopkins of Owen Sound on June 22, 1904, and continued in his father's grocery and insurance business. Upon his father's death, John, in 18 and 1915, James took over the running of the insurance business and his brother George partnered with Gibson to form Dawson and Gibson Grocery. James also became an alderman for Sault Ste. Marie in 1919 and 1920, 
and would go on to become the first Sioux-born mayor during four difficult years after the war, from 1922 until 1925. James, like his father, also served as the Grand Marshal of the Oddfellows in 1927 and was the member of the Masonic Lodge. James Dawson died April 26, 1941, leaving behind his wife Charlotte and their only child, Frederick James Dawson. And even Frederick Dawson carried on the legacy like his father and grandfather. He went on to work in the family insurance business, and in 1962, Fred Dawson partnered with Cliff Keenan to form a new company that we know now as Dawson and Keenan Insurance. And remember Herb Dawson, John's only child with last wife, Minnie. Well, he had a prominent life in Sault Ste. Marie too. Herb was born on July 1st, 1905 in Sault Ste. Marie. He graduated from the University of Toronto in 1929 and married Leola Blanche Hearn of Godrich on September 2nd, 1931. She died on November 23rd, 1948. Herbert became the superintendent of the Children's Aid Society in Sault Ste. Marie, St. Thomas, Windsor, Port Arthur, Fort William, and even in Kenora. He was always an active citizen in all those, act those communities and was the Grand Master of the Independent Order of the Oddfellows for Ontario in 1958 and later received the Grand Decorati Decretation of Silverity in the Oddfellows. Herb and his wife had two children, Anne and Walter. And Anne was actually the one who donated a lot of items and history of the Dawson family to the Sault Ste. Marie Museum. So we are very privileged to have all of this information because of her. So I hope you learned a little something more about Sault Ste. Marie history and the people that influenced it. Come back again next week for another episode of the Stories of Northern Life. Thanks so much for listening and ciao for now.